0: No! 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 What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Brian. Fuck you, cunt, man. You're a cunt, Brian. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. Fuck you, cunt, man. You're a cunt, Brian. No, sir, I don't like
1: it. Hello, everybody. You are listening to No, Sir, I Don't Like It. Your mother's favorite podcast.
0: It's episode 97. It's Carmen Morales and Brian Voki. What's up, everybody?
1: I'm trying to take a little bit of responsibility here because Carmen's under the weather.
0: I don't feel good.
1: Yeah. Maybe it'll uh, take that voice down a few octaves to make it actually sound nice.
0: Shut up. I do not have a shrill voice. <laughs> Hi, ladies and gentlemen. I don't, That is not how I sound.
1: <laughs> Nobody thinks you sound like that. Okay. No, just kidding. This podcast is brought to you by Brondell. Go to brondell.com and get your fucking ass clean.
0: Power blast that bitch. Go to brondell.com, put in the promo code Sir N-O-S-I-R, and get 20% off of your toilet bidet seat cover.
1: And what we mean by seat cover is it's just a wonderful, independent attachment item to your toilet, and then you can get away from the oppressive and rash-inducing toilet paper and get yourself a nice, breezy, clean ass.
0: Yeah, we're not talking about those cloth things that your grandmother had on the toilet seat that was oddly full of germs. Why do people do that?
1: Oh, the cloth toilet seat? I'd rather have a cold ass than sit in shit and piss. I don't know. Call me crazy. They would, they,
0: would cover the, well, they would cover the lid. It wasn't on the actual seat. But still, that's, that's full of fucking uh, poop spores. I think and-
1: it's because uh, they just start knitting everything because they're just waiting to die. And so they start knitting oven mitts, and they're like, what else can I knit? All right, I'll knit a toilet seat cover. (laughs) I'll knit an afghan.
0: I remember, I think, I remember who it was in my family. Somebody had like one of those furry, like a furry one. And I was like, man, how what an impact the 70s must have made to think you need fur in your shitter?
1: Yeah, everything's shag. Yeah. Just shag carpets, shag comforters, shag toilet seat covers. Shagity shag shag. There's also a really funny band called the Shags. Think, oh, what
0: kind of music?
1: I think it was like uh, mentally challenged teenage twins, if I remember correctly. Wow! Uh, if I remember correctly, crack, crack. <laughs> crack, crack. Uh, so this is episode ninety-seven, which means that we are three away from a hundred.
0: One hundred. One
1: hundred hours of complaining.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of bitching, dude. Yeah, well, they say and about fifty. Only about probably about forty-eight percent has been with guests, so it's still been mostly us oh, just
1: We're 10% away from being master complainers. Mm-hmm. 10,000 hours of complaining. Mm-hmm. So once we get to episode 10,000, then uh, I'll be like, be able, I'll sit on the top of Mount complaining and I'll have <laughs> young complainers come up to me and I'll make them walk upstairs carrying buckets of water.
0: Japanese painters will paint you the thousand views <laughs> of Mount complaining. <laughs> Ca-
1: catching gripes with chopsticks. <laughs> Mr.
0: Complain Augie. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> wine on, wine off. <laughs>
0: what are you bitching about today? You were complaining about casinos?
1: I was complaining about casinos. I just spent five days. It's too long. Wednesday to Sunday is too long.
0: I tell everybody that about Vegas. I go, the perfect amount of time in Vegas is three days. I think the
1: perfect amount of time in Vegas is three seconds. I hate that place. Why? Vegas makes me so depressed. I I don't know what it is. Well, I know exactly what it is. First of all, it's disgusting to see such a giant city in the middle of a desert. It's just like the disconnect. It's like, do you guys not understand how water works at all? This doesn't belong here. (laughs) When you see a golf course, like the Death Valley has a golf course. It's so disgusting to me. It's like such a finite amount of resources being used for such unnecessary bullshit
0: it is weird that like, they have to make water travel so far away just so that you can roll a ball on a piece of grass it's,
1: it's ridiculous and it just fucks everything i mean if you look at what we're doing to the water table with los angeles and arizona and phoenix and vegas and you see a water table map i mean we're just so retarded it's like but I want my city here. This is where I want my city. I want it here, and this i don't care if there's no water. Take it from Yosemite. I want well, Yosemite's like, water.
0: It, I mean, because it, well, it was kind of invented. I mean, that whole city was just invented for like criminals. It was people, and it was also like a, a stop—the stop on the way out west, right? You know, so it wasn't ever supposed to be this big.
1: It's, it's egregious. It's disgusting. Uh, it's more, but that's th-
0: not where you were at. Where, what casino were you at?
1: I was in Tahoe, which is a whole nother kind of disgusting because it's also like this, they have
0: water there. There's a lake in It's shit. called
1: Lake Tahoe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the different, the, 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 there's a big difference in the environmental impact, but it bo- has the same psychological effect to me where when you're sitting around Las Vegas and you're looking at Las Vegas and you're like, This doesn't belong here. You can't sustain this. On the other hand, you get to Lake Tahoe and you're looking at the beautiful snow-capped mountains and the big lake and it's like, what kind of monster went to Tahoe, saw all this beautiful nature and was like, you know what this needs? Casinos.
0: You know, coming from a guy who doesn't give a shit about a view, that's a very interesting point that you would make because you don't give a fuck about pretty scenery.
1: It's not about the scenery. It's just like, who, I mean, it, it's just okay it is beautiful <laughs> it's very beautiful there's nothing nobody on earth would look at Tower. but in. it's
0: also like build a snowman why do you have to go gamble that's what I'm
1: saying who it reminds me of did you ever see that movie The Great Outdoors with John Candy mm-hmm. Uh, he's looking out at the forest with Dan Aykroyd, his brother-in-law, and he's like, look how beautiful this is. And Dan Aykroyd goes, you know what I see here? I see unused real estate. I see, I see strip malls. I see casinos. I see, <laughs> and, and that's like the, exactly what Lake Tahoe made me feel where it's like, I can't imagine standing on the shores of Lake Tahoe and being like, we need casinos here. It just doesn't make any sense. And casinos, Already like comedians work in casinos a lot. That's like a place we work. It's
0: funny you mentioned that I'm about to go on a run of casinos and they're not <laughs> as nice as the one that you did in Tahoe. Uh
1: you'd be surprised how low life the one I was doing was, really? even though it was a, in a much more beautiful place. But I was in a Harvey's, which is below a Harrah's, which is below a Caesars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're a third tier down, yeah, you're so in the I was third in ring a of single hell. A <laughs> I was in a
1: single A casino. Um <laughs> Luckily, here's the
0: question is how much did you did you go into the casino at all
1: i you can't avoid it i mean the hotel was a casino
0: right was how much was the minimum bet to like play craps or oh, uh, roll I, or something? i didn't like look
1: that? at i didn't even i don't gamble Cause that's
0: how you how, how you really gauge it like if it's like one dollar minimum like i would do these casinos in the upper peninsula of michigan um my career's on fire
1: I would do those <laughs> casinos
0: up there and it was like a one dollar minimum like they were literally trying to get any kind of money out of you possible yeah and then like an average one is like five dollar minimum and then like places in like Vegas and shit like that it's like ten bucks
1: oh, they they definitely had a high rollers section
0: yeah they all do but the, even that even that's a sliding scale yeah too. yeah
1: of what a high roller what is. what a high roller is yeah well it, it was this casino was mostly like you know what makes me—you know what makes me real sad now—is uh, seeing old people smoke. I don't know why, because it's like I get it—you got nothing to live for. But there's something about like it's like Jesus—how bad do you want to die? Like, you see,
0: I think that well, they also might just be grandfathered in, you know.
1: No, I know, but when you watch somebody clearly pouring their Social securities check into a slot machine while smoking cigarettes, it's like you have nothing.
0: I like to think about what their family did to make them want to spend the last bit of their money. Like, what What did your or kids do? Or they just do? stink
1: so much that their family doesn't want to be around them.
0: Well, it could, but it could very well, so what? If they? If their family, it's still like, like, there's like a bitterness there where it's like, I'm spending every last, you fucking kids ain't getting shit.
1: You know, they're really like, uh, you know, I don't. I don't want to sound like I'm being empathetic to people's situations because definitely what was <laughs> I, I'm
0: <laughs> Why would you? Why would you start now? No, 97 de- <laughs> episodes in.
1: I definitely like I at, at every turn I saw a scary possible future, you know, where it's like oh well, I'm I'm headed towards being alone and what maybe by the time you're alone you're like well, the casino I guess that's where I go. Or like the headliner of the show I was doing was this like old hack who hasn't written a joke since 1985.
0: Oh, that really makes... that really that's like the nail in the in, in the horrible coffin. That is those bad oh, casino. Oh God,
1: movies. yeah. When you watch this guy and you're like, what, could this happen to me? Like, is this gonna be me? Is this? And and honestly, that guy and I was talking to the feature was Matt Edgar, who's a guy my age and who's you know writing and alive, <laughs> um,
0: and, alive in his career <laughs> and in real life.
1: And he, you know, we were talking about it. We're like, honestly, though, like when you look at when you look up this guy who we were, who we we're working with, like he's like almost like he kind of made it, like. Like, his well, that's, it, that's working is, out you for talking
0: him. About, you talking about, like, not wanting fame and stuff like that. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that guy. I mean, it's wrong. The, what's wrong with him is that he has refused to keep growing as an artist. That's the part of it that's, that's really That's the sad, part. That's the sad part. But the fact that he's working in a casino, I mean, like, that was always the way to go you would like the comics in the past you would either die in vegas in a small room at the tropicana or you would die in uh, on the cruise ships either way you were still getting to get paid for your thoughts well into your 60s and shit yeah i don't
1: I, but it, it when you hang out with these guys they don't they don't see it that way they see it as very much like I am trapped. There is no pension in this job. I ha- I but don't you know want to do this anymore.
0: I, that's why I started a retirement account now. I start a retirement account and I put in money every single month. It's not very much. I don't
1: know why you're acting like it's not sad though. It is definitely sad and scary.
0: What What's sad and scary?
1: Watching these old hacks and putting yourself in their shoes.
0: I think it's scary if you stop Writing and you stop creating and then it really just becomes a job. I think that's scary. But I think you could easily not do that. Just think new thoughts.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But I mean life happens, you know, you get divorces and you get mortgages and it's you get more behind.
0: material.
1: For some people, for some people when you're you know what it's like when you're in it, you can't think about it. So yeah, it's like it's true. The guy's just like trying to keep his head above water. I don't know. That whole weekend, man, I, it was. That's the most suicidal I've ever felt in a beautiful place. Um, <laughs> but, and you would just see the people gambling, and they're not even getting the adrenaline. I, you think about why people gamble, and it's like, oh, for the adrenaline. But then you, I would watch like I'd walk by the crab table, and there was this one guy, and there was actually a few guys that were like this that were just like fucking four hundred pounds. And they're just leaning on the craps table because they can't even fucking be bothered to stand. Yeah. And their guts like hanging over the edge of the craps table. And they're not even wonder if
0: it's interference if the dice hit their (laughs) belly or not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's not even looking when he throws he's just like and throws the (laughs) dice and then wait and doesn't look and waits for the guy to yell if he won or lost. I don't even know if he won or lost because he's just like smoking and just like It uh it it was very have you watched F is for Family? He
0: makes that sound because he's like a martial artist and he has to he has (sighs) to he has to expel he's gotta get the sound out to be able to throw that far. The the two feet across the table.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He uh, he looked like Vincent Wilfork, but I don't think that'll register for you. But have you ever watched F is for Family? Uh huh. Do you know his airport boss, who's always eating and? Fighting? Oh my god! That,
0: yeah, that's so gross. It's
1: like I think uh, David Keckner might be his voice. I'm not sure who it is, but
0: Frank. Yeah, Frank,
1: <laughs> and he's like pulling a chicken wing out of his like where his tit Under-dead hits his, his stomach. Armpit?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, uh, that's exactly what. There was like 90 of those guys, and then the other part of this casino was because I think it was uh, below a Harris, below a. Caesars Caesar, yeah. um was that it was a little bit of a budget place so then now you're you at
0: the Aldi of casinos <laughs> I was
1: so the families that are staying there are clearly staying at the budget hotel so they're strapped for cash so you're looking at families who are saving up for years maybe like tr- trying really hard to make this vacation work you know want to take their kids skiing skiing oh, is so very expensive like a lot of pressure. and there's just fathers screaming everywhere you look there was like 900 individual national lampoon vacations going on <laughs> under that roof where like you would see a barista a concierge employee, a front desk boy all just getting blasted by these like old guys with like bald, red bald spots in the back of their head. Just cause like something didn't work out. And because they've put their last nickel into it, there's so much pressure for everything to be perfect. And when something is slightly wrong, they yeah. explode. It was, yeah, it was, And it's so funny because I I guess I'm just so goddamn sensitive to misery. Like I absorb it really quick. Because then you go, I would go down after a day of like narrowly escaping jumping out of a window. Yeah. And then Matt would be like, "This gig's fucking cool, man. You know, like (laughs) I really like this. This is a nice gig." And I'm like, "Our days have been very different. (laughs) I don't know what you're seeing or what." Coping mechanisms you have, but, like, God bless you. <laughs> Cause, right. I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't absorb things.
0: Or maybe, yeah, but that's the other thing. Why why are you bringing your family to ca- casino? I never understood that. The, the
1: Well, it- because of the skiing. It's the cheapest hotel near the ski. I mean, you walk right out the hotel and the ski lift is right there. So the hotel is, like, half people there to gamble, half people there to go ski.
0: Okay. Well, did you go skiing while you were there?
1: $167 to go skiing. What? Yes.
0: Jesus. Dude. And also I didn't want
1: to ski alone. That just felt weird.
0: Why, you thought you're gonna scared you're gonna sunny bono it ball No, by that'd be fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it just... nobody
0: finds you for fucking six months when the things the, the fucking <laughs> when I snow, defrost. Yeah, when the snow melts.
1: Yeah, no, I don't mind that. It's just it just felt like something I'd want to do with a friend. It would felt it would feel really lonely. Well
0: you had your friend out there. Why don't you take your friend with you?
1: He was there for one night. Yeah. Oh, uh,
0: okay. He was okay. only there for one night. Okay.
1: I mean we did walk you know, we hiked to the around the lake and like hit the steam room. The steam room is so fucking scary. I forgot about how scary steam rooms are. Because why are
0: they scary? I thought you it's put, just a room and then you pour the water on the hot box. No,
1: you do that in a sauna. The steam what's, room. What's the steam room has Because, uh, the steam room has two giant pipes that blast steam into you. And, uh, you can't, you go, you sit, you could sit in some old guy's lap. You can't see anything so you like walk in <laughs> and you're like until you're like oh pardon yeah, me yeah, until you're Whoa, like
0: excuse me sir
1: <laughs> yeah you do like nuts are on his forehead you have no idea you're walking into it and so sam and i started doing this your thing.
0: saggy sack is the people indicator <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's your motion sensor
1: i started standing in the corner in the very opposite corner of him and then walking towards him
0: Crazy. And then I would
1: like come out of the sea right in front of his face. He'd be like, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> it looked like I know what you did last summer. <laughs> like, God, I wish I had like a big fisherman's hat and a hook. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I hit the uh, hit the gym a lot. Uh, I I don't know, but you kept uh,
0: busy to keep the thoughts out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I um I couldn't I couldn't watch TV. I you know what's funny is whenever I visit my dad or I go. To a hotel is the only time I see TV, and I totally forget about how much fucking TV is just commercials now. Well, yeah. It's like, I've, or maybe it's always been that bad, but since I don't watch TV, yeah, I don't, I forget. There's so many fucking commercials, but I found a reality TV show I liked. Have you seen, uh, have you seen Moonshiners?
0: I think I might have seen an episode like when I was on the road like last year or something. I don't know how
1: they get away with it, they're right on camera. (laughs) Moonshining.
0: <laughs> they blur their faces out? No. <laughs> and, well it might not be real. It's it's also reality television, so it might not really it be real.
1: It feels pretty it's a good one. Those guys are really good characters. They like conduct themselves like mafias. Like they have territories and stuff. So they're like using like territorial Italian language, like words, but they're with real southern accents. <laughs> like what? Well they just be like, uh, listen, boy, I told you you could shell fifty gallons a day. In my territory, if you should have more than 50 gallons, and we're going to have to have a conversation about, you know, using that real vague. Oh, wow,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the thing. I don't know. I mean, it's not prohibition anymore. Why are they still moonshining? Like, why do they make
1: people buy it? I don't know. It's just, I mean, actually, you, you can still what's... buy illegal weed in California.
0: You know what I just realized? I know a comic that fucking makes moonshine.
1: I had a still in my house in Oakland. I didn't, it wasn't my still. I lived with a guy who made whiskey, <laughs> um, corn liquor.
0: I was working with a dude in Charlotte, North Carolina, and it was by the third day we were super pals, right? And he was one of those dudes that you might work with in Harvey's—that kind of guy. Uh-huh, yeah. And um,
1: travel agent jokes—he
0: <laughs> wasn't that bad. But <laughs> maybe now, if he hadn't written a joke since when I worked with him, but then he was—I found out he—he he was like from Alabama, and he had like these three sections. That he would just these three separate places that he would just go tend to it, make a bunch of stuff, and then he had a brother-in-law that would disperse it, like distribute it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, I mean, comedy doesn't pay that well, you know." <laughs> so he was like subsidizing his income, making moonshine as a comedian, which that I thought was right. I was like, "Why wouldn't you sell?" I mean. It's su- super illegal, that's why, but I-, I was just like, man, that'd be great merch if you could just sell moonshine after your shows.
1: It is super illegal, but I think there's something where you- maybe like you're going to be in better standing if- than other things because of the cultural tradition. Maybe there's a good, better chance a cop will have a soft spot because he might have a moonshiner in the history of his family. You know, because it's like a cultural right. thing yeah, yeah. where it might be a little bit less sketchy. But yeah, that show's amazing. And they're bartering with with Moonshine, like, like, hey, can I get some silo space like to put my rye in? If I give you 100 gallons of Moonshine, and he'd be like, oh, yeah, well, I can't bring in the house. Wife won't let me bring 100 <laughs> gallons of Moonshine in the house. I had to keep hitting the shed. I was like, this is the greatest show I've ever seen. I really loved it but i um I lived with a a guy who who had a still in oakland and and he would make all kinds of liquor and stuff and uh we I lived in that house But he
0: would make different kinds I thought you'd have to have different kinds of stills for different kind of liquors no
1: no no, no no, just different product like so he we would make like um like uh apple brandy pear brandy mm-hmm. we would make uh, whiskey. We never made any vodka or anything like that, but uh, the best stuff we're we... gonna
0: get all them potatoes. <laughs> well,
1: you can make v- vodka out of wheat, um, but we put uh, we had a corn liquor and we put the little uh, oak chips, which because like whiskey would be clear if they didn't put them in barrels or put the oak chips in them. That's what right. makes them yellow, and uh, we never let the shit age ever. It tastes better when it ages, but we'd always drink it right away. Yeah, <laughs> then we uh, we hid moonshine in the in the in the attic. The attic was like a thick floor and we had a bean that we could take off. Oh, so and wasn't put it was moons- just drywall? Roll- dry yeah, yeah. There was
0: like actual like Yeah, there was wood flooring and, mm-hmm. and we
1: put a gallon of uh, corn liquor up there and a year and a half later, we're getting evicted because we lived in that house rent free for over a year because it got foreclosed on. Oh,
0: nice. Um, and we were like, like closure scam. Very yeah. Big yeah.
1: Man. Mm. Um, and uh, so we found that when we were moving out and we are like, holy shit, we finally let some age on accident. Like we found a year and a half old whiskey and it was so <laughs> much better.
0: Yeah, I bet. <laughs> and we like, and
1: so we all just fucking downed a gallon of whiskey and destroyed the house, like broke a like a, ancient banister. The house was built in like 18... Eighty-seven or something. Oh my
0: God, why did you? Because the bank the house? was going to
1: level the house anyway. Oh, they were going to destroy it. And the bank it. was, yeah. We would, we so we just fucking got wasted and trashed the house. But when we broke that banister, one of the roommates was really upset with us because it was like really ornate and beautiful. Yeah, uh, but actually, you should
0: have just stolen it instead of. I mean, what are you going to
1: do with a banister? I mean, it, I don't
0: know. You can make an art piece out of it.
1: It's a big curling staircase banister. Oh, like, I didn't
0: know it was curling.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh, man, that was so fun. And then I remember my friend Patrick was like sitting on top of the fridge and we pushed the fridge down and he wrote it. (laughs) He wrote it down from the top of the fridge and hit his head on a wall and cut his face open. Oh my God. And then, yeah. And then uh, we like spray painted all over the walls. It was so much fun. We shot the walls with BB guns. Mm -hmm. It was the best time I've ever had moving.
0: Well, he didn't move at all. He just destroyed a place. Yeah.
1: I moved into my next house at a wheelbarrow.
0: <laughs> there is something fun. I don't know what it is psychologically. There is something really relieving to destroy stuff. Like, I remember uh I remember when my uncle was remodeling his house, like they would hand me a sledgehammer to demo a wall or something, and fuck, dude, it felt so good. It felt so good to just break stuff.
1: Yeah, I I mean, so I I it's just, I think it's something that we live in a very unnatural environment, and I think part of us just wants to break out, rip our clothes off, and start fucking bashing people's heads in.
0: Um, I don't think it's that. Is that just me? Is
1: that just me? Just want to I squat that- around naked, bashing people's heads in with a rock.
0: Just mud all <laughs> over your face. <laughs> I just don't want to know what it is like. It's it's such a release. Like, um, well, and this isn't a good example, but uh, a friend of mine's uh, ex-wife used to, she used to do batting practice with vodka bottles. She used to get hammered and coked up, and then she would, she would like throw a vodka bottle up in the air and then try and hit it with another vodka bottle and make try to make it explode. Mm -hmm. And she was like, "It's the best thing that's ever." But I mean, and I love. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I just I like the sound of glass breaking. Oh, I do too. Yeah, I remember one time uh, after a breakup, a friend of mine and I I was on a bunch of mushrooms, and we were walking down uh, an alley, and there was just a bunch of beer bottles. So we just started smashing all the beer bottles yes. into the into the dumpster. God is good. Yeah, <laughs> all the time, all the time, <laughs> breaking bottles is good. Um, and it was just so, uh, it just felt so rewarding. I just wish there was a way for us to have an outlet to do that where it's not, where we're not necessarily destroying our environment. I don't think it's necessarily the the destroying the environment. I think it's just the actual act of it's the, I think it's the work maybe because humans, unless you're working in construction and shit like that, you don't really have to use your hands much or, you know what I mean? Right. I,
1: I have been in places where they, I mean, they had like those things in Japan where they would set up a bunch of ceramic, uh, like, vases, vases, or whatever, and plates and stuff, and you can just go in and smash them?
0: That's true. And my college did a donation thing like that. They would brought, like, an obeder car. Yeah, you can smash the car with a sledgehammer. And you, pay, slide you pay money to, to slash, smash the windows and all that mm-hmm. stuff with... Uh, and they would raise money for charity that way. There's got to be something. I wonder what it is. Does anybody that listen know what the psychological thing is that makes it feel so rewarding? Is it just a release of anger or what? I wonder what it is. No, I think it's
1: just we're bottling our aggression up all the time to be civilized people. And Mm -hmm. there's definitely that part of our brain, that reptilian brain that just wants to come out and be a fucking animal. Yeah. Not like animals are just around destroying stuff, but I think, uh, I don't know, we have a certain level of, Rage It's probably the same part of our wonder, brain that starts wars,
0: but it. I don't know. I don't think animals are as destructive as. No, we I
1: are. don't think they. They definitely are. We're definitely the worst of all creatures, because mm-hmm. like the human being is the perfect and and like we have that within ourselves where like you know how some people are just smart enough to fuck up real bad. That's like what we are. We're just <laughs> smart enough to fuck up, right? Where it's like we know how to turn oil and into cars and all that shit sure. and we're, we're just ruining everything we're smart enough to make a mess <laughs> uh and i think we're
0: toddlers yeah exactly never evolved further than a toddler
1: yeah i don't know but i definitely should <laughs> well, be
0: more like teenagers because you could still make stuff but all the make the stuff that you make is still just like Super wasteful.
1: God, the destruction I did as a teenager, real fucked up shit. And I always uh, felt a little weird about it. Thank
0: God he didn't tweet about it because then it could come back to haunt you.
1: Oh, I know. Well, <laughs> how about I talk about it now? Have I talked about Throwing the dead squirrels? Out. Have I talked about that one? No.
0: <laughs> what the fuck, Brian? You did, did you kill the squirrels yourself?
1: No, we found luck. We were God is good. We found <laughs> oh, We found some dead squirrels. Found two dead squirrels. And boy, oh. do we get some mileage out of that. <laughs> the meanest thing I've ever done. <laughs> the guy I did this with is in jail for twenty five years right now, not for this, but for <laughs> I'll explain that after. Me oh, and... Hold
0: on, hold on. Say this without laughing. Okay. What? <laughs>
1: I'm not, I know I'm laughing, but I am not proud of what, I, this is, this is the worst thing I've ever, we used to have, we, when I would come back to Maine to visit my friends from Georgia, we would call causing mischief, we would have mischief nights, mm-hmm. and uh, one time we found these dead squirrels, and we like hung a dead squirrel off this lady's porch to where it was the eye level of the door, uh-huh. and so we rang her doorbell, and she came out saw the dead squirrel hanging on her porch and screamed, (laughs) and then my friend shot her with (laughs) paintballs.
0: Oh, my God. That's horrible. (laughs) That is so horrible. Can you imagine? You had a horrible day
1: at work. And then you come home. You come home to relax. And some kids hang a dead squirrel. And you're like, oh, my God. And (laughs) then you're like, blap. Meanest fucking thing in the world, and it's that very it's that very reason why I'm so scared of teenagers. <laughs> I remember I found a bucket full of concrete, like it was made to like be a, like a weight for something like to keep I don't know what yeah, it they keep they,
0: a body down I get they, it they
1: filled a bucket with concrete and I ju- and it was outside the public library and I just picked up the bucket and threw it through the public library's windows
0: oh my god you broke the window of a public library and shot a lady with paintballs <laughs> What a terrible person! Oh my god! No wonder you're depressed. (laughs) Jesus
1: Christ! We found a pizza one time, and I took a shit on the pizza, and we delivered it. Wait, how?
0: We we just found
1: a box with a full pizza in it, and and I shit on it. I went into a bush and I shit on the pizza, and then we put on somebody's door doorstop and rang the doorbell
0: and ran away. Oh my god, teenagers are the worst. <laughs>
1: the worst people
0: in the world. I mean, you guys were particularly bad. That was <laughs> I wonder if it was you guys cuz my house got paintballed when I was a kid. Did you guys fucking do that shit? You don't, no, but
1: <laughs> You know what's funny is when I was like 11 years old or 10 years old, my mom mm. came home and she was crying and she had a big bruise on the back of her calf cuz some teenagers had thrown an egg at her while she was running. And and she had this big bruise, and I remember being like heartbroken and completely disturbed, and like just so confused on why anybody would ever do that to somebody. Did you do
0: this before or after you did all this? No, like shit? fast
1: forward three, four years later, hormones kick in, and I'm just like,
0: oh! <laughs> <laughs> this is why yeah. I don't know what to do with all of this. <laughs>
1: Took a shit. shit on a pizza. <laughs> I know there was so much <laughs> shit. We did so much stuff with shit. Yeah, it was, I mean, and, you know, now when I see teenagers, I'm like, I have this coming. I mean, we used to, like, put rocks in the snowballs. And oh, my God. Why? People.
0: The fuck is wrong with you?
1: I don't know. That's
0: so horrible. If, it,
1: if anybody is... Really mad at me right now. Please take solace in knowing that I feel guilty for everything now. Things, <laughs> things that I don't even need to feel guilty about. So I'm racked with shame to so go. What
0: happened with the guy that went to prison? He didn't go. To, he didn't go to prison for the squirrel.
1: No, Joey what? Westcott. No. First of all, Joey Westcott blew off his middle toes on his right foot, making a bomb one time. So what? he's just got like rock and roll horns for toes. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got a big toe and a just small toe. Just a fucking
0: spatula yeah,
1: of he's, the foot. He's, yeah. He's <laughs> And uh, he, uh, um, Joey Westcott started uh, like he's a drug addict, but he he originally started breaking into cars for cigarette money. Uh (laughs) It's the most white trash thing ever. Yeah, he broke into cars for cigarette money, and then he started dousing the cars and gasoline and setting them on fire. What the fuck? <laughs> this is like, he's like 27 at this point.
0: How old were you at the time?
1: We're the same age. We okay. went to school together. I didn't know him. This is years after I had ever seen him. Like I stopped hanging out with okay, him when we were so like you, you,
0: Mischief nights happened when you were like 14. You were 14. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then this is flash forward. He's later. a drug
1: addict running around right. Portland, Maine. Bashing windows in a car, stealing so the where change, were you and then setting all the
0: mischief. Was that in Georgia? Or was it was that Maine. In Maine? Whenever
1: I'd visit Maine, uh, we would always go back for like two weeks to visit family and
0: mm-hmm.
1: see friends
0: and stuff. Terrorize everyone in, <laughs> in town. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, oh no, the Valky boy boys back.
1: And it's funny, well, there was four of us. I was by far not the ringleader of this at all, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to fit in.
0: No, I get it. You're um, a follower. Yeah, for
1: sure. yeah. percent. Oh, 100- Joey Westcott <laughs> was the leader, and look where he is. He's in jail doing 25 they years. They've got you
0: stop following him. Jesus Christ.
1: But there was four of us who who did this. One of them is uh, now a paranoid schizophrenic who is homeless, who mm-hmm. I last saw sleeping on a bench outside of Walmart. Mm-hmm. The other one is in jail doing 25 years. And the other one is still one of my best friends in the world, a very sweet kid. And we both just like talk about how gnarly we were and how we wish we had, didn't act like that when right. we were younger. And he has like a kid and runs an organic farm. <laughs> <laughs> he runs an organic farm in Maine and has a like lovely wife and child. Oh, we
0: talked about him on the p- yeah, yeah. another episode.
1: I visited him in Maine recently. That yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So it's <laughs> just, just like, God, we had a, I mean, that's two out of four of us are homeless and in jail. I like, had like a 50, 50 chance of really wow really getting fucked up mm-hmm. uh yeah what a what a crazy crew and it looking back it's like i was so mad at my dad moving us out of fucking maine but it, i think it was a good choice it was a, it
0: was a damn good choice <laughs> yeah
1: running with some fucking nuts dude
0: what so what did he go to jail for did he get caught setting cars on he set
1: like 17 cars on fire in one night no, he they, like first. Oh, all, he
0: was like a serial car yeah, setter yeah, on yeah, fire. he had been like doing it a lot, but
1: he'd also been busted for heroin. He'd been busted for. He was like it was like a three strike thing, plus mm-hmm. with lots of counts of arson and shit. Right. Yeah, he was like there was a manhunt for him. It was in the paper. I remember my friends were emailing me, being like, "Dude, Joey's on the run right now." Wow. And I was like, "Well, how's he running? He has no middle toes." <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's obviously skipping. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> Just looking
1: for the guy with the limp. <laughs>
0: <laughs> skip, skip, you know skip, funny is jail, skip 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 skip
1: our junior high was named after his grandfather because his grandfather was the mayor uh of westbrook maine uh-huh. his name was fred c westcott and so the junior high was fred c westcott junior high school and it was like boy that family really so is fell off like a rich off. kid no 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 the fa- it just like his grandfather was the last successful member of that family and then his kids were trash and then joey was trash of trash right really bad trash
0: second generation trash. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: People forget how, like, I, that's the thing that, like, I don't like is that people talk to me all the time. I may have talked about this on the podcast, but, like, people, like, um, you know, I, when I tell them as a kid, I grew up in Maine, and then I moved to Georgia, and they're like, oh, that must have been awful, because they think I'm, like, from, like, Plymouth, like, Kenny Bunkport, George Bush, beautiful Maine, right? with, like, a dinghy that I'm taking out, and I'm wearing L.L. Bean sweaters. Oh, she sail
0: in the summers?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And all the blueberry picking must have been incredible, and all those <laughs> apples, and...
0: You're like, all the trees were dead. Yeah,
1: I was like, no, I was shitting in pizza boxes and shooting ladies with paintball guns. I lived in a paper mill town that sounds, if you've ever been in a paper mill town, they used sulfur so my entire childhood smelled like somebody was farting in my face at all times. Oh, I
0: hate that smell. That sucks
1: pure white trash. And then we moved to like the suburbs of Atlanta, a bustling metropolis of diverse like people. Mm. Like it was definitely a step up in uh culture and in experience and exposure to different things. Like,
0: was there anything you didn't like when you moved there?
1: I hated it. I was really mad. I mean, I hadn't been called a fucking white boy before, you know, like I yeah. had like, I never experienced it. I was anything like that. I didn't really consider like, like racial issues but like man, it was yeah, it's my first year Yeah, you
0: were ignorant to it why were we gonna oh, oh yeah, yeah you're a slightly whiter white guy than me yeah know? yeah exactly <laughs>
1: oh, are you a protestant or catholic
0: oh is that how you guys separated i it? mean
1: not really they, but i mean right. that that is the separation but mm-hmm. nobody cares mm-hmm. but yeah no it's just like uh yeah it was like old-timey like euro rivalries <laughs> like <laughs> are you welsh Ew! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Scotch. Nobody cares. But yeah, then like we moved to like you know to Georgia and people don't like you just because you're white. And you're like, what? What is this? I don't understand. Yeah, this at all. I didn't
0: even shit on your pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you mad at me?
1: Yeah. So I didn't like, and it was just bigger and scarier and faster, sure. all that stuff. But it wasn't redneck. Like, I mean, there were rednecks. I went to school a lot of rednecks, but it it wasn't any more redneck than Maine. We would just call them hicks. Yeah, but like, yeah, there's plenty of hicks in Maine who would like hunt in the morning and like real and like like our rednecks in in Georgia where I grew up were like rich rednecks like they had like forty thousand dollar trucks in high school and they had you know they were do- they were almost doing an impression of a redneck where like the people right. in Maine were like coming with like deer blood on their boots like to. S- walking in snow to school, you know, and like i yeah. goatees go in third grade. They were like <laughs> real rednecks, real rednecks. But yeah, like moving to Atlanta felt like I was moving to like Manhattan or something right. compared to where I was.
0: They got buildings and shit here. And yeah. It doesn't smell like fart. <laughs> this is crazy fancy.
1: <laughs> but man, what, yeah, live, like the rest of Georgia can suck a dick. Like I lived in Augusta. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, dude. That like... Augusta is where the Masters is and the Masters is the oh, yeah. the golf c- course that won't let women play. Yeah. And they they uh on the, my dad says this like this is a cool story where he was like, "Yeah, they told the Masters you have to let women in or we're not going to let you uh we're not going to one of their sponsors like we're not going to sponsor the Masters." And they were like, "Go fuck yourself. We have enough money to just sponsor ourselves. We're not letting women in." And my and I get where my dad is saying it's cool that they said fuck you to corporate money. And they, but it's like, maybe, but come
0: on, you can't let the fucking bitches <laughs> play around. Jesus yeah. Christ. Maybe,
1: maybe like taking a stand, like taking a stand is respectable against corporate people. But when your stand is,
0: I no don't know women. women, this is a boys only, no veg allowed. It's not a fucking treehouse, dude. Yeah. And I, I wonder
1: if Tiger Woods was the first like black. Oh, uh, without question. Right. Without he had question. to be, he had to have been. Yeah, and that was probably like there's literally nothing we can do about this. Like yeah. he's the best golfer in the world. Otherwise, we wouldn't let him in. Yeah, but yeah, Augusta, Georgia sucked, dude. That place, that place, rural Georgia is hell on earth. It's so scary because it's still segregated. You drive down the freeways. Though- we
0: did. We drove all through there. Remember.
1: Oh, yeah, and the only people we saw walking were black.
0: Old black, very old black men were walking around. They
1: didn't have cars. Mm -hmm. And, like, you can see, like, the really nice plantation houses, and then you see, like, the shack row housing, and you're like, this is exactly what the housing was like in fucking 1845. Yeah. Like, in Athens, Georgia, there's a street called Rock Springs, I think, and that's all, like, it's like a black part of Athens mm-hmm. and it's right. It's a like a back row behind the fr- fraternity row, which is all the old plantation houses. Right. So like the fraternities are the old plantation houses and the black street behind it. Rock Springs is where literally where slaves lived and it's still a black neighborhood. It's so crazy when you see people talk about how we need to like move on and get over it and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you must not have visited the South. Cause there's like a lot of that stuff is still exactly the same. Yeah. Like the National Guard was threatened to get sent in in 2016 to desegregate a school in Cleveland, Mississippi. Like 2016.
0: Yes, yeah, 2 years ago. 3
1: years 15, ago. 15, I think, cuz it was Obama. F- f- 2015.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh yeah, I don't know. Shit's exactly the same in certain ways down there. It's like it's real gnarly. It's it's uh I mean every city is segregated in the country though. Like let's not pretend LA isn't one of the most segregated cities you'll ever see.
0: It's not as segregated as New York and Chicago. That's way more. It's way more segregated.
1: I feel like in New York, you're constantly walking around like diversity. Like in LA, it's like South Central Inglewood is like a black neighborhood, and you really don't see.
0: Yeah, but there's like black people in this neighborhood. There's black people living in Hollywood. There's black people living in everywhere.
1: professionals though. But like, you don't really see like a working class integration. Uh, yuppie neighborhoods are going to have their own diversity because they're professionals who want to live amongst each other. But like the if it's a low income neighborhood, it's like you can tell it's like, oh, this is a Mexican neighborhood. Oh, this is Koreatown. Oh, this is South Central. This is Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like like you don't see that mixing very much at all. They literally built a square of freeways and locked black people into Compton. They like made it like (laughs) impossible. Getting in and out of Compton is surprisingly frustrating. I remember a friend of mine had a joke where he was like Compton is a racist distance away from Hollywood. (laughs) Like It's like, it takes like nine buses to get out of there. And you're like, man, I'm going eight miles. Why is this, Why taking, is this taking 12 the- hours? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it's easier for you to go to the airport and take the flyaway bus to get out. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Fly to Burbank from LAX. It's quicker. I don't know, man. The casinos, though, just really do make me miserable. I There's something sad about, because we're all waiting to die. We're, sure. I mean, the, everything's a distraction. For sure. But- when you're doing it in such an obvious way where it's like this is like the this is like the DMV of waiting to die like it's like you're just looking at a no, number No, it's
0: way better than that cuz it's got all the blinking lights and shit like that. That's why I've always like a lot of those casinos have like huge arcades and shit like that. And it's just like, how do you not see that this is a breeding ground to get kids to be attracted to this? It's the same thing. It's like oh, all sure. the bing, bing bings, all the flashing lights, all the fucking, you pay to play. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's yeah. the other thing is sometimes people just like to play them. And I'm like, it's not that kind of game. Like, right. <laughs> right.
1: And the waste, those buffets, first of all, oh, the
0: yeah. buffet
1: waste, Really makes me sad because it's like I live around so much homelessness. Yeah. And when you just see all this disgusting food and it's gross food. Also, the breakfast buffet I went to, I was like, oh, I'm up uh, early enough for the breakfast buffet. I'll go up there and get that. There was not one vegetable. Actually, I take that back. There was a section that said Asian on it. And there was sauteed green beans with like that sugary plum sauce, Ugh, yeah. just covered in that sugary plum sauce. And I was like, look, it was thick and sticky and gross. Uh-huh. There was there was a couple like honeydew melon and fruit things, but not one veg, not even iceberg lettuce, not even like a bag of salad. There was zero vegetables. They weren't even pretending. I was like, how's anybody shitting here? Like- there's no way. Yeah. That's why. That's
0: why I'm not looking forward to this this run because that's the whole thing. Is like, oh, we'll give you a buffet voucher, and it's like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, it's I know. just all. It's all like flour and salt and powdered like bl- eggs, bl- bland meats. Like, there's no seasoning on anything. It's always such a bummer.
1: I have seventy five dollars a day in food vouchers when I do uh, Tahoe, mm-hmm. and I by day two I was hitting the grocery store. Filling mm-hmm. the fridge up. I was like, I need some fucking baby carrots. I don't even eat baby carrots. I was like a pregnant something, woman. Yeah. I was just like getting these strange <laughs> cravings. I was like, I need hummus need and baby carrots now. Sprouts.
0: Come on, give me something green. Yeah,
1: I was eating kale like a dinosaur, just like on the <laughs> walk, just, <laughs> hur- yeah, just yeah. masticating in public. <laughs> just, it was just, it was very nasty. I, uh, yeah, I went to the grocery store and I went to the produce department and I, I heard like a, oh,
0: Ah, oh, real food.
1: It was, yeah, the food is so disgusting. That whole life, it feels like you're on a cruise ship. It's just like the amount of disgusting things that are going around you, the scam of gambling where you're just coming in to throw your hard earned retirement checks right to a fucking one guy's pocket at the top of the casino. Mm-hmm. The smoking, smoking bums me out now. I used to I smoked forever, but now when I see it, it's just like it just is like, come on, man! Like they're killing yeah. you. <laughs> You're spending so much. It's so expensive now. But that's
0: the part that like I don't get. Like I don't get casinos that that don't let you smoke. I don't. I don't get that because is it's it like a state
1: law thing or something. Well,
0: some some of them like some of them in Michigan you can't smoke. There's some of them uh, I've been to. They, they're just non smoking casinos, and it's like okay, well. <laughs> You have the buffet shitty food. You have the gambling. You have all the vices. Mm-hmm. Why not fucking let them smoke, too? Like, it doesn't make any sense, you know? Yeah. That's the one. That's oh. the one. Oh, oh we I don't, care about you. Yeah. I don't, I don't want any smoking while I'm doing my sinning. Like, yeah. it doesn't make any <laughs> sense.
1: The only gambling that, like, I had to walk by hard and just, and it's right next to the improv is the sports betting room. Oh, are you sports better? Well, I was when I was younger when I would help my grandfather. Mm -hmm. But, but like, I also – I have – the way people think they're good at blackjack – I have that trick in my that delusion in my mind where I'm like I know sports like right. I have an advantage here <laughs> right right <laughs> Which I obviously don't but I'm
0: like I, and so does everyone else who walks <laughs> into the sports book <laughs> yeah exactly
1: so like I had to like walk by that and be like the Celtics are up two and a half favorites uh, Gordon Hayward's playing good this week I think I could win that bet I'm like just keep going keep going you're broke this is a really stupid decision yeah but if I was rich I probably would bet on sports a little bit.
0: That's the gambling, that's the game gambling I could get
1: into. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I just, I love competition, but that's the odds are so stacked against you. Yeah, the, everything about the fucking dis, it's just everybody was just fat and sad. And, and it's like, so was I, but like, I was, (laughs) but I wasn't
0: that fat and I wasn't
1: that sad. Well, no, I was that sad. I wasn't that bad, but I was like, I wasn't, I I don't know. I wasn't able to get as distracted as they were or something Mm -hmm. like, or to buy in. Well, You
0: also don't have as much money to burn.
1: It didn't seem like they did either. It felt like we were working with the same amount of money. I mean, it was a, it was a broke casino. It felt like.
0: One time I spent nine days in Vegas.
1: Oh.
0: Nine days, and I'm telling you, by day five, I was like, "Get me the fuck out of here! This is so." Because I would go to like old Vegas too, because mm-hmm. I I like I love the old neon. I'm a big fan of all, mm-hmm. all the 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 pretty lights. Is old stuff. Vegas
1: like Laughlin?
0: No, no, no. Like just like just the old strip. I would go to the old strip.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: um, you know where Four Queens and all that shit is. Yes. And walk around and. You know, there'd be a show, and then it'd, we'd be out late, and then I'd just go there to walk around to look at all the lights and stuff when there wasn't as many people. Right. But the people that were there were straight up zombies, just like the kind of people that just hit the fucking. Uh, they hit the.
1: Yeah, they don't they, even do the lever one. The no, the they just too much. The, they
0: hit it like a fucking rat getting their brain zapped oh to get God. a dose of coke. It was so fucked up. I don't know. I mean- were, the people were gray, dude. They were leg- legit gray. That was the other reason I would go over there is because they would have super cheap food. It'd be like you could get breakfast until um, two in the morning or at two in the morning and it would be like four dollars. You could get a full breakfast for like four dollars. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, because I'm just broke. You know what yeah. I mean? But I'm not broke the same way these people are broke. You know, right, right, right. It was I was just like, man, I just wanted some cheap bacon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Something you just reminded me of when you said broke was uh, we did a show last night in Oceanside california you know, I, when i was talking to my roommates about the show after i had a very funny realization because i they were like how was the show because one most of my roommates are from san diego so oh, nice. um and i was just telling them that i had a great time and the crowd was cool and i was like the place wasn't like super fancy the town but it like well, wasn't it's the poor. only
0: one it's the only one in that row that isn't gentrified
1: Right. Well, and I, but I was trying with well, the way I was explaining to him. Was, and it, it was so funny because I was like, it wasn't like super rich, but they weren't like broken. There wasn't like methods everywhere and uh, my my roommate Marcos goes you're describing middle class people there's just he goes the middle class has been so destroyed in this country that you didn't even remember the word for them because <laughs> there's like there's no like you never see that anymore I was like oh my god that was a middle class place was.
0: that's why I was like I haven't seen middle talk, class yeah we talked to people there. they were like Carlsbad that's where all the rich people are yeah. like, San Diego more rich people over here and then like we're just we can afford a house they have houses under a million dollars we can afford a house here I, I you
1: know. know I hadn't I hadn't considered the middle class as being an actual thing. And I thought it was completely gone. I thought we just lived in a country of just desperate poverty and extravagant wealth.
0: And well, because that, that's what Lo- Los Angeles shows us. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It no, it's definitely the world I'm living yeah.
1: in. My, uh, my friend, Sam, we came to visit, uh, in, uh, a pentaho, and he, he legitimately got mad at me because he was talking about somebody being rich I can't remember who, somebody he knows being rich. And they work for Amazon and they make $140,000 a year. And I was like, that's like lower middle class. That's not. And he was like, LA has completely poisoned your brain. If you think making $140,000 a year (laughs) is lower middle class. No,
0: that's middle, middle class. But
1: living in a city that like you would still have a 30 year mortgage on a house. If you made that, if you were living in LA.
0: Oh, without question.
1: You know, like it's not rich, and he got he got really mad about he was saying that L.A.'s changed me <laughs> and my standard. And it's like, well, it hasn't changed me. I'm not like rich and no, forgetting I still live
0: in a dentist office. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not richer. Now it's it just, just feels
1: like rich is that much further away. <laughs> 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 but yeah, the, seeing the middle class, because so I mean, I'm only touring. People were
0: just out. They had a little bit of expendable income out having pizza, wine, a little comedy, yeah. a little action.
1: Comfortable enough to be relaxed, but not like yachts. Yeah. It was strange. It's very it was nice. strange. I liked it. I know it was like this is what I want because when I'm around rich people, I don't lust for that at all. I don't.
0: Well, no, because it's, once you hang out with them and you realize, ugh, you suck.
1: Yeah, I just don't like. You go down to the Newport News and stuff. All those people can go fuck themselves. But like that, not have the anxiety of debt, but not the cuntiness of wealth.
0: Yeah, That's, what a That's wonderful. A sweet spot. I know. They're trying to ruin it. You gotta bring <laughs> the middle t- class back. I know.
1: How do we do that though? Because the Republicans just make the rich, richer and the poor, poorer, and the, and the Democrats just make it impossible for anybody to get wealthy. <laughs> so I, I don't know who who to vote for to bring the middle class back.
0: Right. Let's do uh, the gripe of the week.
1: Sure. It's the gripe of the week. It's, it's the gripe of, of the week.
0: week. Gripe of the week from Jasmine Gong is NyQuil. Best sleep I can get when I'm sick, but those dreams are so twisted.
1: Just smoke a little weed.
0: Does weed help with the NyQuil we, dreams?
1: No, well, it just suppresses dreams in general.
0: For real? I still dream when I smoke weed. Mo-
1: I, I know that. I, I, I've probably smoked weed twice in the last six months. Three, like No lie. Mm. Um, and my dreams came back ferocious. And I forgot that was part of the reason why I used to sleep uh, smoke, smoke weed, weed before, before I go to sleep. Yeah. Cause I have like vicious nightmares, but for most people weed suppresses dreams, but man, I love NyQuil. I used to have a problem with NyQuil cause you liked it
0: too much. <laughs> it, well, there's not,
1: I love having a light switch where it's like, I don't want to be awake anymore. Snap. Mm-hmm. Now I'm asleep. Right. There's something so nice about being in control. Is it
0: hard for you to fall asleep or you just don't like how long it takes?
1: It's not hard for me to fall asleep, but like sometimes I'm wide awake and I just don't want to be. You know, and it's early, like sometimes it's like 830 at night and I'm like, I'm done with today and Uh, just take a pill or something and just go out.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like, I like being in complete control of when I'm conscious and when I'm not.
0: I never really fuck with, with NyQuil anymore just because I don't, I don't, I don't like being able to not wake up, you know, or waking up feeling hungover and stuff. Even if I, if I didn't, if I didn't party or anything the Mm -hmm. night before, like, and I was, so I get scared of that. So I just still, I just take. The only thing I fuck with is like di- like DayQuil. So I'll just, I'll take the day. You know what happens when,
1: when I take NyQuil? Um, Do you, you ever
0: take it during the day?
1: No. I mean, I d- used to like, when I was younger, when I was getting fucked up all the time. When I you were
0: would, shitting on pizzas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would like, you know, mix like fucking, what's that? um. Everclear, I'd mix like Everclear with Nyquil. Oh my God,
0: are you serious? And put like Adderall
1: <laughs> in there and like just.
0: What the fuck? <laughs>
1: and just start buzzing. <laughs> what,
0: are you, what are you trying to be a chemist? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, sprinkle a little of this, uh, <laughs> a little
1: of that. Yeah, yeah. We used to make uh, uh, Day Quiltinis too, like tequila. Or no, uh, Day De- We had some pun that (laughs) combined margarita and Dayquil. I can't remember how we did it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But yeah, we would do like tequila and Dayquil. And then that would just get you like... (laughs) You'd be humming like a mosquito killer. (laughs) 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 It it was a very strange feeling. I was always very
0: compartmentalized when it came to drugs. I wasn't one of the ones to mix them. Like, oh, yeah, no, I
1: was a Chex Mix guy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just munching on a mixed bag. <laughs>
0: Give me that bagel chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Throw a pretzel in there. <whim> Let's see <whim how <whim> this will work <whim> out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's weird. I I can't keep my eyes open, but my heart's going 190 minutes <laughs> per second. beats per minute. Your heart's just going... Th-th-th- th- 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 th-. And you're falling asleep. You're like, I'm definitely... done. This is what death feels like. This is awesome.
0: <laughs> Jen Saunderson's gripe of the week is... Why do people think string cheese is healthy? You realize it's just a tube of cheese.
1: Was cheese bad for you? I, I mean, eat cheese all the time. i tell you, it's healthy for the reason why kids eat it is because they need calcium and protein, and it's a easy way. And they, and it's like kind of playful for them. It's like a way where they get to play do with you their still,
0: food. Do you still str- pull the string cheese off? Do you still do it? Oh, that? I've
1: never been that kind of person. I just chew the whole thing. You just
0: bite it yeah. like a fucking log, <laughs> yeah, just chomp <yeah>. into <laughs> it. <laughs> I still pull I don't it. i fuck
1: around with that shit.
0: <laughs> I still pull it to this day. I'll still pull a little. Yeah, bit yeah, of yeah. String cheese. That
1: makes sense. That our personalities are very different in that <laughs> regard. I need to you get it in my hole. His just yeah. and I'm
0: like, oh, look how fun this yeah, is.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's like I get. I don't know why adults. I. I mean, I. I like string cheese, but I. I think the more of the complaint is a, it is a child's. I have a roommate who she eats um, those like fruit squeezers that kids eat with the. You know, you pop the big orange top off and then you just suck. It's like a Gogurt? but but it's like it's fruit, though, instead of gogurt. But it's like applesauce, but with other fruits in it and you just suck on it. And I was like, what do you have a fucking broken jaw? You want a broken jaw diet right now?
0: Oh, so they just like drink applesauce with other fruit yeah, the, in it? It's like oh the little sucky pouches. Ew, come on. And she's like, it's
1: delicious and it's easy <laughs> and it's nutritious.
0: You know you're lazy when you can't be bothered with <laughs> chewing fucking apples. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. This would be for kids who don't have their fucking teeth yet. And you're over there like, it's easy. <laughs> yeah. this is like a Capri Sun full of fruit.
1: That's exactly what it is.
0: Come on, get your
1: shit together. Oh, I was crushing applesauce in Tahoe.
0: Oh yeah, you ate a lot of applesauce? Oh my God, yeah. That doesn't make you shit. So you probably, that's probably the other reason why you were having a hard time shitting.
1: No, oh, I didn't have a hard time shitting. I was just wondering how other people are shitting.
0: <laughs> We're just
1: eating the buffet. No, I had a great time shitting up okay, there. Good. I missed the Brondel bidet, I'll tell you that, though. Yeah, you did. Yeah, buffet shit. Oof. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you're like, if you guys are disagreeing with everything I said about casinos and you're that kind of person, get a bidet promo code, no, sir, because your shits are probably fucking bowl painters.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Just stand in porcelain. Flap! Those oh. guys. <laughs>
1: jet black like Roy Orbison's hair
0: Julia Noran uh, who is leading the league in gripes right now her gripe of the week is when you're sick and you have a runny nose and you blow your nose so hard you think there can't possibly be another ounce of fluid in your body and then point zero zero four seconds later your nose is full and runny again
1: I appreciate you blowing your nose though I was on a plane with a motherfucker and i wanted to chop his fucking nose off because instead of it's like the motherfucker who opens his candy slow and it just takes longer in the movie theater where instead of just blowing his goddamn nose every 30 seconds every two seconds it was Mm -hmm. and just sniff and i was like i just want to be like blow your fucking nose dude (laughs) god damn this isn't nicer i know you think you're being quieter with your little fucking sniffles Put some Vaseline on the nostril if it's getting raw. I get it. Sometimes the nostrils get raw because you're blowing your nose so much. But think about other fucking people. Put some Vaseline on there and keep blowing your fucking nose every 30 seconds. It's way less annoying. I'm trying to fall asleep and every two seconds. <laughs>
0: Like that. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> I I riffed about it on stage when I got to wherever I was going. I don't remember <laughs> when this was or where it was, but I just remember being. I, I Yeah, like you motherfuckers who think you're being considered are so goddamn inconsiderate. Just rip your candy open. At the movie theater, blow your fucking nose. Stop trying to make long, like slightly quieter noises under the guise of being considerate. Oh, man, it got me angry. Just picturing sitting and I'm in the middle seat.
0: What are you talking about candy in the movie theater? Like people, I mean.
1: You've never heard somebody like try to open a bag of candy and they just go. (laughs) 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 When it could have just been. (laughs) Could have just been that.
0: Well, they could also be going back in if you go back in. No, you can
1: hear them opening it. Come on. You know what sounds are. (laughs) You have ears (laughs) opening their shit so slow and long. (laughs) I just went to see Vice, and that was going on in there. And I just, like, I'm not the kind of person who, like, yells at people, but I wanted to stand up and put the flashlight on my cell phone, put it right in their fucking face, and be like, just fucking
0: open your candy. (laughs) Open your fucking candy. I know we like to talk about things we don't like, but I loved the movie Vice. I thought it was so incredible. I I I
1: had some problems with it.
0: What was what did you what did you not I like? Think I, Naturally, it makes, <laughs> makes so much sense. What didn't you like about it?
1: I thought the movie had an identity crisis. I felt like it changed styles every two minutes. How? Like I felt like a lot of the vignettes didn't go together and didn't make sense and didn't seem like it was all part of the same movie. From the like like the kind of movie that like the fake credit roll. And then the I sh-
0: thought that was hilarious. You didn't like that?
1: It's not that I didn't like it. It took me out of the movie. It felt like the movie couldn't figure out what it was. It couldn't tell if it was a comedy, no, it couldn't I tell if it was a biopic. It was a
0: dark comedy. I, I thought it was a dark comedy that happened to be about a person. And because there were that's why like all, all of the the subtle um fly fishing things, like I thought that was really great you're watching him basically apply what he's doing and tricking into somebody and like he, it, I, just, I thought it was really well made. The fucking lion with the thing, I thought that was great. I thought that added a lot. It to felt the like movie. a quilt
1: of filmmaking. It felt like it felt like a dude straight out of filmmaking. I know it was Adam McKay, and I know he's a like, comedy legend, but like I think that the movie kind of looked the way it was made and edited to me looked like somebody straight out of film school was trying to use all the tricks they learned, and I was like, this is not consistent. But I just, it felt very inconsistent where it was like it would just try things in the middle of the movie that for not really any reason other than to try them.
0: I think that I thought it was brilliant. I think, I think, I think the opposite. I thought it was brilliantly made in that they were using those things to accentuate points that they were making in the film. I don't think it was frivolous. I think that every time that they did anything like that, they were making it was a for a point it was a punchline that those roll that roll credits in the middle was fucking hilarious
1: yeah because
0: everybody in the audience knew that that wasn't the end of it
1: but the kind of movie that rolls credits in the middle of it isn't the kind of movie that just busts out shakespeare for no reason i just felt like a lot of the artistic choices were had no point but what i liked about it was that this was the first time i felt like an older gentleman because I was around for all that. I was right. in the military for a lot oh, of Oh, yeah. That. When they start
0: making movies about shit that happened in your lifetime. Yeah. And the yeah. cameras
1: look different. And the hair looks different. You yeah. know? Like, uh-huh. you see that there's been a huge jump in technology since my youth. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember all the characters. remember all the stories. And I was very engaged with politics back then. So I knew all those characters, yeah. like, really well. Paul Wolfowitz. Yep. All those guys. And so, I thought Carell
0: did a great job with Rumsfeld.
1: Yep. Yeah, the other issue I had with that movie is I wish they had not had such a famous cast because it it felt like I was I was like oh Steve Carell in my mind I kept going Steve Carell Steve Carell Steve Carell or Christian Bale Christian Bale Christian Bale where I couldn't get into the characters because I, I
0: oh see I didn't I thought movie stars ruin
1: movies for it. me a lot of the time because they're like I want to see people who I don't really have a an association with so that I can like get myself into the character of it. A little bit more, where I'm just thinking of The Office and I'm thinking of like the Dana Carvey show. When I see Steve Carell or Christian Bell, I'm like, oh, his, his dictating voice is pretty similar to the Batman voice. Like, I was like, oh, it's kind of like almost the same voice, just out of the side of his mouth. But it was very, uh, I, I, it, I enjoyed the movie because of the details, but I didn't like the way it was made. So I would have given it a five out of 10.
0: I disagree completely. Sure. Glad we don't do a movie podcast. First of all, it would only be four episodes long because of the four episodes, four movies that you've seen. <laughs> I have seen all the Rockies. <laughs> and I haven't seen any of them.
1: <laughs> but I mean, also disagreeing would make the movie podcast better. Right. But boy, was Dick Cheney evil. So much more evil than Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a symptom of... Of the Dick Cheney illness.
0: You know, he was, he, I mean, he was, he's responsible for all of this.
1: Exactly. And he doesn't, I'm, that's one thing I really appreciated about the movie was that it was holding him accountable in a way where, because everybody's so fucking emotional about Donald Trump and it's like he hasn't done shit. Compared to the Bush administration, he hasn't done shit. He wants to do shit. He
0: call it the Bush administration, but it was really the fucking Cheney administration. But well, that's
1: the genius of Cheney, but like yeah. it is whatever. That's the word for he it. He took Bush. a
0: frivolous position in government and made it into the one of the. the uh, it, that, that was so. If you haven't seen Vice, please go see it. I hope I'm not ruining it for you. Uh, well, hopefully badass. you know about
1: history. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> you I'm
1: talking to the listeners, not you.
0: Angelo Sinfraco, his gripe of the week is that seats on airplanes are uncomfortable. Yep, yep, <laughs>
1: <laughs> they sure are, Angelo.
0: What's funny is then somebody commented, "I bet the I bet the food uh, on the airline is awful too."
1: <laughs> what fucking food are you getting, first classer? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bryce Damith's gripe of the week is how about how expensive it is to be broke?
1: Well, it's like uh, when you go. Under a certain balance of your bank account, they charge you fees, or if you can't afford your parking tickets, they double. Because like
0: well, they, yeah, they charge you for being poor.
1: Yeah, like the amount of th- fines and fees you run into for not having the cash up front.
0: Well, I guess it's because they want to keep us all in debt. But yep. it does. It. They always. There's just no real logic to it.
1: Oh, there's a hundred percent logic to it. They need. I mean, we need fucking milkshake pourers and stuff. Like they need a lower class to. Run the casinos and do all that stuff. Like this country, it's it's like as close to slavery as they can get. Right, actually, <laughs> it makes not
0: payment. perfect sense. just, in there, yeah. just indentured servants. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think got gripe of the week?
1: I think the airplane seats are very uncomfortable, and I think that's like a smart insight. Um, <laughs> I do think airport. I, I never really think about how uncomfortable airplane seats are, and uh, boy, are they uncomfortable!
0: They are uncomfortable, and they also a lot of them now don't, they don't let you recline.
1: I never reclined. That's like that fucking Catholic shit where I'm like, I will just be, I'll feel guilty if I recline.
0: Why? Because
1: I know I'm taking three inches away from somebody else and I'm not really getting that much comfort. And it almost feels like I'm just shoving myself into somebody else's life.
0: No, it's it's three inches. I know. And if anything, you're pushing their it little just, table it's closer. It's not
1: enough to- for me to get comfortable. It just feels like a statement of saying, I don't give a fuck about you behind me. <laughs> I just don't. I could never. Uh, see,
0: I'm the opposite, man. That Those three inches make a big difference on whether I can nap or not on the plane. Like I can start sleep sitting up, but I get I can't sleep for as long as if I'm reclined. And if I know it's I know it's not that big of a difference, but it's just about the angle in which my body's laying.
1: Yeah, I just I can't in good conscience do that to somebody else, especially with how I like when somebody reclines me. I'm just like you. Who want to put the fishing wire over the fucking seat and just slash your throat? Because I'm like, you motherfucker! I have so little space, and you have to take up more.
0: I think it's also, you know, why I think the difference of our, our opinions is, is because you're taller than I am. So oh, I, I already see have- his
1: fucking head. Oh, yeah. that disgusts me too.
0: Oh, <laughs> like, I have never seen the top of <laughs> anybody's head back, and I'm like, ah, oh, dandruff. <laughs> I'll make sure and look if there's a tall person behind me. I won't recline, <laughs> but even if I do recline, they can't see the top of my head because I'm too short.
1: God, keep your head and your feet. I want. I, we should wear burkas. I'm a full pro burka.
0: <laughs> just in public, every
1: guy's too though. Yeah, it's, everybody just had that eye slit, and not even though, the. You know how there's like the slutty burqa that has like the full eye slit, oh. but the other ones are like ventilated, kind of like Spider Man's <laughs> eyes. Uh, like, I want one of, one of those, not one of those whore ones where you just see their <laughs> eyes. Like, I want a fucking, like, crosshatched. <laughs> I don't want to look at anybody ever again. All right. <laughs> or be seen.
0: <laughs> I don't want to see or be seen. <laughs> Angelo and Fraco, you get Cripe of the week, baby. <laughs> Poor uh, airplane seats being so uncomfortable. Guys, make sure you subscribe, listen to us. Uh, go to nosurpod if you want to listen to some archived episodes. Follow us on all the assorted social media at nosurpod, at Brian J. Bokey, at the Funny Carmen. Uh, email us sirpod at gmail dot com. Tell other people about us if you could.
1: Yeah, if you know anybody who'd enjoy this podcast, please, uh, I implore you to just uh, t- recommend one episode, have them check it out. Um, I think that if you like this podcast, then the people you surround yourself with will probably like the podcast as well. We're trying to get the fucking word out. You know what I mean.
0: You guys get it. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you for listening. You guys are wonderful. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. No, sir, like no sir, I don't like it. 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 What the fuck is the fucking I'm <laughs> stupid one. What is the fucking matter? What is the fucking matter? what is the fuck man? What is the fucking matter? I don't like it, I don't like it, I don't like it, I don't like it. I don't like it, I don't No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. But I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. But I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life.
1: No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it.
0: But I don't want No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your no, i like stupid one. What? 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 it? What? What? What is no,